Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome to another episode of the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. It's Michael here, and today I've got Melissa Red from BlissX. Melissa, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, how are you, Michael? I am awesome. It was great to meet you in person at the New Media Summit and hear you know, what you're all about and you know the awesome work that you're doing, especially with entrepreneurs on the concept of meditation. And I know in our pre-show conversation, we were talking about how entrepreneurs don't take care of themselves mentally. So I'd love to hear your take on you know what causes that and why they do that and why meditation is such an important aspect of their life. Thank you. And thank you for letting me talk about this important topic. I Just a little background on me. I've been in, an entrepreneur for 14 years. I've had a life coaching business. And then in the last three years, got people to yoga and health retreats. And meditation was a huge part of that. And I was drawing from hundreds of women from the Silicon Valley. So I'm right near Stanford, Google, Apple, Facebook. And I've got a lot of women and men that are working, trying to raise families, commuting. And you know they're just trying to do it all. So they go on these retreats, three nights, four day. And my retreats are called Pure Health Retreats. And that Pure, that P-U-R-E is an acronym for put yourself in a positive environment when you want to make a change, P. You meditate, learn to get quiet, tap into the universal energy that is surrounding us, or create a new ritual. So come on this retreat, learn to meditate, but then you got to go home and do it. You've got to create a ritual for your home base. And then E, learn to have sustained elevated emotions or at least efficient emotions. And I just got so much feedback that, hey, Melissa, you know, these retreats are great, but I think I need more classes. I think I need more ongoing stuff. When I get back home, I'm actually kind of falling back into life and my bad habits. So that's how I created the LISX program. And I don't know if you know of dark Dr. Mark Hyman, but he is amazing. I've talked about Bliss X with him and he's the director of the Cleveland Clinic for Functional Medicine. And he's written 11 New York Times bestsellers. And he is saying that meditation is the new medicine. I had the pleasure of hearing Mark speak at the Archangel Summit in Toronto in the fall of 2018. So I love his work and his passion about the mind. And I'm a firm believer that all of the conditions that we have, you know, the diseases and from diabetes to heart disease, multiple sclerosis, all these things, I think we can cure ourselves. But a lot of it has to do with what we're using in between our ears and really getting in connection with our brains and, and telling our bodies, okay, this is how we're going to fix ourselves. And by doing that, you know, we can get off of all of these harmful medications that are causing more harm than good. Totally. So a new Harvard study just recently released explains that 80 to 90% of doctor's visits are really stress-related. And we know now there's so much scientific evidence that meditators have less stress. And even if people do this three-week online program, the program is meant to teach you and to keep you accountable and then be accessible. And then you go off on your own and start doing this. We know that we can reduce our stress through what I call the MMAs of meditation. 
So the first M is learning mindfulness techniques. Mindfulness being like, okay, I'm a yoga teacher and you're lying down in Savasana, which is that pose where you lie down, corpse pose. And I take you from the bottom of your body and work your way up to the top of your head, releasing every muscle. So I have you mindfully settle your attention on your toes and ankles, release them, your calves, your thighs, release them, put your attention on your belly. A lot of people hold stress in their belly up to the heart, up to the jaw. A lot of people hold stress in their jaw, their teeth grinders at night, neck and shoulders from being at the computer. And I have them go through that for about 20 minutes and release that. And that's the first M of the MMAs of meditation. And that's just mindfully bringing your attention back to me and my words and settling your awareness on the breath. And you wouldn't believe how many people just say, oh my God, it's so hard to do that. So in between the pauses, when you're quiet, Melissa, my mind goes off into dinner or my mind goes off into this seventh email that I didn't tackle before I came into yoga. And I said, that's okay. That's not a problem because the mind thinks through the autonomic nervous system, just like we have to go to the bathroom or our heart beats. That's an autonomic reaction to think. So learning the practice of mindfulness to keep drawing yourself back to placing your attention on my words, the breath, the body part I'm on, builds the skill of mindfulness, which is basically building the lighting up the prefrontal cortex, the executive functioning brain. So it's really cool that with practice, let's say I come into your corporation and do two yoga classes at lunchtime a week, and you calm consistently for six months, you're building the muscle to become more mindful. And by doing that, you are creating a calmer life. You'll have reduced stress. Your health will improve. And also, too, your, your reaction time to negative inputs will be dramatically impacted where something, a negative news, for example, whether it's you know, bad news about a loved one or something happened at work or who knows what, you know, anything that would be perceived as being negative to you. If you're not using mindfulness and really you know, taking care of yourself, those things can linger for hours, if not days, where with mindfulness, you learn these techniques where you can, you can see it, you can recognize the situation, feel what it feels like. Don't try to ignore it or, or just say, well, I'm not going to deal with that and kind of shove it into a box because it'll rise up again. But you know, dealing with it in such a way where you recognize what it is and you know how to address it, you address it, and then it's done. And you're not carrying this baggage around with you anymore. And believe me, it, is, it has made a huge, huge difference in how I deal with stressful news and situations. And you know, even before you know this call, you know, I, I got news of, uh, about somebody really close to me thinks they may have you know come down with a or may have a, a chronic disease. Uh, so they're getting tested and all of that stuff. And it, it caught me off guard and yeah, shocked to me to hear it. Yep. But yep. I paused and I said, "Okay, I need to feel this instead of going in worst case scenario mode and all this." I just I just literally just paused and felt the emotions of it. And let it, let it flow through and, you know, know that, okay, you know, the first thing I did was, all right, well, let's, let's look at some of these symptoms and see if I've noticed these things uh, Mm. with the person. Mm. 
And then, you know, and started thinking, okay, once we know for sure, then, you know, if they're open to it, you know, guide them to alternative ways to address those things instead of the quintessential go to the doctor, okay, we're going to prescribe you 80 milligrams of this or that. And there's other ways to go about it. And again, you know, mindfulness, I think, goes a long way in, in helping heal within. And that's going to be something that I will. I will share with this person. It's like, let's start looking at this because I, I think they will prolong their life. They'll prolong their healthy life by implementing this as part of their life for sure. Yeah. And you hit it right on the head. You hit the nail on the head when you said, I've got to feel this. So literally mindfulness is that pause. When we realize we're going sideways, our breath is starting to go fast. We're getting into the fight, flight, or freeze. And now our executive function is shut down. We're back in our reptilian brain and we're reacting. We're going to fear. We're thinking, uh-oh, you know, which way should I go on the path? When on the path to the right, I remember I saw a predatory lion. I don't remember that the path to the left was the blueberries where I could pick those. And so we go to this acceleration of emotion of fear. But if we're mindful and we go to what you just said, the feeling, if we feel the throat getting constricted, if we feel the heart rate racing, if we feel our palms getting sweaty, we can go, oh, there's my body. Oh, whoa. Okay. And we literally can rewire our brain through the practice of sitting for 20 minutes in the morning, sitting at 20 minutes at night. So when those stressful situations do come up, we have laid down new neural pathways that have been strengthened through, and I call this having, you know, people like my people, especially that they're like, they're high performers. Like, who is that? Are you crazy? I don't, you know, I work for Google and I have two, three children. I we just had twins and I don't have time to sit for 20 minutes. And like, when am I going to do that? They're up and about. And I said, you know what? If you have to go lock yourself in the closet for 20 minutes, do it. You need to have a play date with yourself in the morning and a date night with yourself every night. And then your life is just going to magically fall into a more peaceful calmer, stress less, achieve more. And then and then, then that's what they see over the next month to three months. You know, things like, wow, when I sit in meditation, my hands feel warmer. Wow, I feel like one of my clients last week said she felt like she was floating on the ocean. So when we get this news um, or we have an event that triggers us, the mindfulness piece comes into handy. Um, so I have an electric car and I had to get to work this past Saturday. And in Burlingame, California, where we live, we get a lot of wind. We've had a lot of rain. My manager assured me that we have a free zone on the garage that basically it can manually pull up. Well, I read the directions, turned this little knob this way, green light, and I could not get the garage door open and the power was out. And, you know, I just went into like, I went into anger, anger at my land, landowner, um, anger at the building manager. He didn't know how, no one was there to help me. And I just, I saw myself escalating and escalating. And I went, well, hold on a minute. Take a deep breath. Come back. Look how tight your shoulders are. Okay. All right. You're angry right now. Your landlord broke an agreement with you, but what's the, it's Saturday. Everyone else is asleep. It's 825 in the morning. Your garage is not going up. So what's the worst that can happen? Well, I was teaching two yoga classes that morning back to back, which is a good 300 bucks for me. So I went a lot of places. I went, I'm breaking agreements with all the people that, aren't, that I'm not going to be able to be there for. I'm not going to get the money. And I'm like, okay, worst that can happen of that. I don't leave. I call up the gym. I let them know I'm 
stranded in the garage, number one. And then number two, I tell the landlord, look, I'm taking this money off my rent check. So you get back. If you're going sideways, it feels like you're spinning around and you get yourself back to your center. And that breath, actually, there's science. There's science of the neurological effects of your brain. When you practice mindfulness meditation over and over again, I was able to bring myself back to those rational, practical conversations and then, you know, what happens when you calm down is like the universe just lands you what you need. My, the power went on for like five minutes and I popped up the garage and I was able to get to work on time. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like your situation with your friend might sound a little bit more dire, but we got to we got to breathe into it. You said a key word, you know, rationalize, because when we're in this fight or flight mode, we tend to go to the absolute worst case scenario. There'll be no more oxygen on planet earth and we're all going to die. I'm going to die. I don't have enough money to live. I'm not going to be able to make money today. Everyone's going to be mad at me. I'm not coming. I'm not showing up. Basically we go to the low, low, like I'm going to die. We think we're going to (laughs) die. And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we just start going to the worst path. And we literally, you know, if, if we're fortunate enough to have people in our lives that are there with us when we're having these experiences, they can look and say, hold on, you're taking this so many degrees past where it should be. Okay, you can't get the garage door open. Okay, well, there's always an Uber or Lyft you can get. Yeah, see, that didn't even come to my mind. Because I was so angry and stuck on that I'd had this conversation two times before with my building manager. He's, oh, yeah, you can pull it up manually. And we'd never been tutored, but absolutely. So had I sat with that another moment, the Uber or the Lyft would have come into my mind. And then when you calm yourself down, because usually if someone says you need to calm down, that just amps it up a little bit even more. Because then all of a sudden, wait a minute, not only am I being attacked, now I've got somebody that's attacking me as well. And it's just, it makes for a volatile situation a lot of times where it's just pause. And you can do that. You have permission in life to hit the pause button and go, all right, pause. What's actually going on? What's the news or the situation that I'm dealing with? Okay. And do your best to kind of take the emotion component back a couple steps and, and just look at it as a factual item or event. And then from there, determine, okay, what are my options? At the moment, what could be my options in a few minutes or an hour from now or a day from now, whatever the situation happens to be, all of a sudden your brain shifts from that, what's going to happen to the creativity that we have within, it's like, can navigate this, we have this option, I know somebody that can give me a ride to wherever, or we can get still get access to things, or we can delay the start time, what, you know, all these options start opening up. But when we're in that fight or flight mode, it's as if we're just, okay, we have to fight or we have to run and or we have to freeze Mm -hmm. or or freeze. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All three of those choices are not good choices. No, (laughs) they're defensive choices. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, I refer to that part of the brain as Amy G. Dalla. And I, I yell at Amy a lot. So it's like, okay, you're misbehaving again. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, yeah, it one of the key points we're bringing up here is how do we react and how do we respond in the present moment? And that mindfulness training 
It could be just going to guided meditation or a lot of these meditation apps. I mean, I don't know if you know, but the Calm app has really caught on and it just they just got over 90 million in funding. So they're a billion dollar company and those apps are great. But what I teach at Bliss X is a step further. I love those apps, but those apps don't get us to the second M of my MMA. So it's mindfulness, mantra-based meditation is the second M. And then the A is achieve more or having manifestation of your goals and achievements. That second place, that mantra-based meditation, what, what learning to do that technique, which is not through an app, which is not through pretty music, which is not like someone else guiding you. It's you by yourself sitting at your chair, sitting on your meditation pillow, sitting on a pillow. It doesn't have to be, but you're doing this 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night, and you're doing a mantra-based meditation. And mantra means ma, ma, mind, tra, vehicle. And that Sanskrit word actually helps our brain become more coherent. When we repeat these mantras, so an example would be Om or Satnam, Satnam. You inhale, you exhale, you repeat the word Satnam. So your listeners could do it. You could do it right now with me. You inhale through your nose, you exhale through your nose. You say silently to yourself, Satnam. That mantra, saying that over and over for 20 minutes, will de-excite your nervous system, and it will literally take you into what I call a fourth variable, a fourth verifiable state of consciousness. Well, what does that mean? That sounds really cool. But now again, I'm going to get back to the science of meditation. If I took an EEG up to your brain, both sides of your brain would be lighting up. So when you're doing mindfulness training, when you're in the present moment and you practice mindfulness-based training, you're lighting up the front of the brain, the executive functioning brain that's practical, rational, creative, like you said, that, that right brain. But during the mantra-based meditation, as you continue to do that and build that skill set, you build that ability, you're lighting up both sides of your hemispheres, the right and left hemisphere in unison. And that does not happen when we're sleeping. That does not happen when we're awake. That does not happen when we're dreaming. It happens in what I call the bliss state, that fourth verifiable state of consciousness. Now, this is really cool, Michael, because what this does is it helps us deal with our past traumas. You know, like when your muscles get sore and you get like lumps in your back and right up in your traps and it's, it's repetitive use from being at the computer or sitting at the desk, or maybe you did a running race and you have lumps in your muscles. Well, what that what that mantra based meditation does is it helps go to the past and break down those lumps but those are the lumps in your brain so the first time a dog ever bit you uh your first breakup with your girlfriend your boyfriend the first time your teacher told you you did bad on a test like these events that cause a stress which later we can be triggered and cause post traumatic stress and what they're called scientifically they're called APCCs. They're a premature cognitive commitment. And we've had years and years of these stressful events going on. When you have a bunch of what I call lumps in your brain or premature cognitive commitments, you don't have a lot of space in your brain to think creatively or to step out of your habitual patterns and grow or to be a kinder person or a more loving person. I like to also give the analogy of like, if you're opening your computer and you have a little, you're like, oh, I've got, I've got my emails going. I've got my podcast up. I'm going to talk to Michael. 
about leadership and entrepreneurship. And then you decide, oh, but before I get on the meeting with him, I'm going to open up a little Facebook, maybe a little, uh, a little Stitcher, and then maybe a little, oh, YouTube. And then you've got like 22 windows open. It's going to be really hard for me to have my computer screen running efficiently and looking at the screen. So we got to close down all those windows and just be, you know, having the podcast window up with Michael. And so what we're doing is we're closing down those premature cognitive commitments. We're first time the dog bit you, the first time you broke up with that pain, that stress that's still in our brain, those neural nets, that mantra-based meditation helps dissolve that or dissolve those lumps. Isn't that cool? It is so cool and you're spot on. And, it, and it's, you know, for me, you know, closing out all of the apps and, you know, putting my phone on airplane mode and all of these things are, are things that I do for a few reasons. One, you know, to make sure that my internet connection is, is solid. So, you know, the sound quality is good. But secondly, it's like to be engaged, even though, you know, we're talking over the internet. I treat this as the same way that I would if I was sitting down at a restaurant or a coffee shop or anywhere having a one-on-one conversation with you and we're talking. And I think that, and we see this, and I know you see it too all the time, where you, you go into any restaurant and you can see couples there or people there. And usually everyone at every table has their nose into their smartphone and they're just they're having conversations, but they're they're playing on their phone, and it's yeah. Of, it's it's okay if they both have their phones up and they're sharing and showing, but it's like when one person has their head down and they're not even making eye contact or body contact, the other person has their head down, and it's like, well, are you are you even present? Are you there? Yeah, exactly. We we miss out on all of these experiences because we think that we're going to miss something. Well, I, I guarantee you, we're not going to miss anything, and if it's truly important. Believe me, you're going to hear about it because it'll be on social media for the next three days. So don't worry about it. You'll get your information if you truly need it. It's going to be there for you. Don't worry. You won't miss anything. So be in the moment. And I think, too, that leads to a lot of, of the stress that we have in our society now because this constant being on the go and connected and looking on social media to see what's going on instead of just being in the moment and experiencing what we're experiencing because life flies by. I'm, you know, we're recording this episode in March of 2019. I'm still trying to figure out where December of 2018 went. <laughs> uh, two months just completely fly by, including the new media summit. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, that, that was almost a month ago. And I'm like, how can that be almost a month ago? And you look at the calendar and you go, oh, that's how it's a month ago. It's just because life is moving, but you'll have a much fuller life and experience if you spend more time being in the moment and experiencing life instead of just going full full bore in, into life and not paying attention to what's happening around and we, yeah, well, we Yeah, and we can say that all day long. We can try to tell our kids that. And if we have kids that are millennial age, we can try to tell them that. But if we develop the practice, the MMAs of meditation, and mindfulness, mantra-based meditation, and achieving, setting your goals out that you want to achieve with visualization. If we can teach our clients that our friends that that play day with yourself for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at night, if you can just do that for five to six days, you don't even have to get totally seven days in. 
you'll start to develop that ability and you will just, you'll crave that peace and that deep rest. So, I mean, the studies now on the type of meditation I teach at Melissa X are that that two sets of 20 minutes, it actually is helps you, it gives the body deep rest, deep rest that is five times greater than sleep. So if you want to be a high performer, if you are an entrepreneur, I mean, one of the things, Michael, you and I realized is when we met at the New Media Summit, what was it just last, last month in Tampa, we were with a bunch of health and wellness and very spiritual people. And they're already doing this stuff. It's like, you're doing this stuff. I'm doing this stuff. We're preaching to the choir, but I, I'm hoping that your listeners are you know, either going to sign up for the program at melissared.com or they're going to or just you know start thinking about watching a YouTube video on mindfulness or going to a yoga class. If they want to be a successful entrepreneur, if they want to last long-term, and I know you just had a show or a couple shows on a burnout. If they want to avoid the burnout, meditation is the new medicine. It's spot on. And my biggest fear about solopreneurs and entrepreneurs that are creating life-changing products and services that'll benefit society now and in the future, my big fear is that these entrepreneurs and solopreneurs burn out or they don't take care of themselves and they end up stopping before they finish or they release the product or service and they're too wiped out both mentally and physically to actually enjoy it. And that's just a huge tragedy that can be avoided by implementing mindfulness and and other techniques into their life so they can enjoy the journey. That's what it's all about is enjoying the journey. Everybody has this, when I get to this point, and I'm of the enjoy the drive all the way there. Because that's when you're going to experience things along the way and life lessons and opportunities and you name it. Your clients might tell you this like, oh, I'm not burning out. I just need this edge. I need this edge to move me forward because this is going to help me beat the competition. But really what they're saying is I feel cortisol. I feel uppity. I feel like I've had five cups of coffee and cortisol is flooding the body with a bad, bad hormone. And No offense to cortisol, but it causes premature aging, belly fat, hair loss, decreased sleep. So the new studies out on a a type of program like mine, like Bliss X, are that you can actually reverse aging by 8 to 15 years. This is a new Harvard study. I'm like, I love that. You've got to do the program and you've got to avoid the burnout and you've got to have the Bliss chemicals. So when you sit for 20 minutes, that first minute, you're starting to release serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin. And these are the bliss chemicals. They're the opposite of cortisol. And cortisol is what causes the burnout. You know, when I talk to like your solopreneurs or entrepreneurs, they're like, oh, I I need that edge. I need that coffee feeling because I got to work. I got to work through the night. I got to pull these all-nighters. I'm like, no, you got to listen to Michael and you got to enjoy the journey and you've got to start your meditation practice twice a day. Yeah. And I find too, that when you do it consistently twice a day, you have permission to do it in the middle of the day too, if you like. And if you, like I said, you know, like the situation that I mentioned earlier about a good friend of mine with the potential diagnosis, I literally paused. I hit the pause button and just, collected myself. I'm like, okay, what am I feeling right now? 
and you know identified all the emotions and things of that nature i'm like okay there they are i feel them okay now let's work on this and address this but you know get myself back to my normal state which i was able to do literally in three minutes it did and yeah. it you know. That's so fast, yeah. 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 So, and I did that. And you were you were freaking out. You know, you were for about ten seconds, or maybe even thirty seconds until. And and because you have your um, meditation practice, you're able to recover. That's great. Makes a big difference. How long have you? How long have you been meditating, Michael? Uh, it's been almost a couple years now. Bruce Langford, who um, I met him in 2017, he has the mindfulness mode podcast. I know Bruce well. He lives about an hour and a half from here uh, in Toronto. And he's been uh-huh. at the summit a few times. He wasn't at this last one, but he's been okay. there two or three times as, as an icon. And you know, Bruce and I have talked quite a bit and I listen to a ton of his shows and you know, I realized, you know, how important it was in in my own personal healing and you know dealing with you know the things of burnout and all of that. And it's made a huge difference. Even even when your children comment about how much calmer I am. <laughs> That's great. It's like, yeah. okay. So if you can get teenagers to pay attention and actually comment on something, you know, you're doing something right. So, Absolutely. so that, that was uh, an affirmation of, okay, this is beneficial to me. So Melissa, this has been absolutely awesome to connect Yay. with you again. And where can people find out more about you and Blissex and, and the wonderful work that you're doing? Yeah. So my website is melissared.com, www.melissa, red with two Ds, R-E-D-D.com. And um, Blissex is launching mid-March. So you'll see a three-week online program. It's affordable. You can pay... Um, it's $3.99 for the three-week program. And if you don't want to pay in one lump sum, you can pay in three installments, which is $133 a month. So that's totally doable, attractive, accessible. So you're going to get two videos a week, a total of three weeks. Each video is 50 to 65 minutes. And you know, I've been in a, a yoga teacher since 2005. So you're really going to have that base and that background. I wanted to make bliss accessible for all my clients, not just the ones that come on my retreats. I'm on my eighth retreat. Last year, we went to Tulum, Mexico. I found a lot of my ladies were adventurous. They wanted to go in the cenotes and do yoga on the beach and uh, swim with the whale sharks. And then I found out a lot, a lot of them just wanted to chill by the pool and read a book. What I got this year was, oh God, I want to go on your retreats, but can you make them more local? So this year, our next retreats are in June, and those are up on the website, melissared.com. If you're interested in getting a way to learn this content, three nights, four days in Half Moon Bay, beautiful Half Moon Bay by the beach, maybe a little foggy, but it's okay. And then um, since I do work a lot with people in California, these moms can be close to home in case they, they need to take a drive home for a kid or a dog or something. But again, the feedback was, you know, what can I do ongoing or how can I teach this for myself? So I'm doing something regularly once once I leave the retreat. So people can find me at melissared.com. I'm on Instagram, melissaanred.com. I'm on Facebook, Melissa Red. And if they want to private message me, it's info, I-N-F-O 
at melissared.com. By the way, I'm a very type A person. I've had my company 14 years now and I've been meditating for six, but I was one of those people that are like, oh, I'm doing yoga. So I'm doing meditation. Really in the last two years, I created Blissx and really got that feeling of bliss. That's how I developed the MMAs. And I kind of make a joke like, you know, we don't want to be going through life like we're in the MMA ring, like we're fighting and bloody. We want to come out of that ring winning and achieving more. And that's what I realized as I started scaling my business, as I went from one-to-one, one-to-groups in yoga, one-to-many, and then learning so much about online marketing, I just really needed this meditation. So I would say I've been meditating for six years, seven years, but more the mindfulness type. And it's really where I really started seeing my life kind of become more cohesive, calmer was was when I added that mantra-based meditation. And that took a lot of training with like Emily Fletcher, Gil Fronsdale at Insight Meditation Center. I mean, I did his programs for two years. I just thought he was kind of really this calm, really eccentric, bright man from Stanford. And I thought I had to be that calm or after I started learning mantra-based meditation, because I'm I'm not a calm person. I'm a, I'm a vivacious, outgoing person. But when I, like, for example, with the garage, when I need to calm myself down, I can do it very quickly. And one of, one of the things I loved about working with Emily Fletcher and her program, Ziva Meditation, um, out of New York, is she used to be a chorus line actress. And she's super hyper like me. She's super outgoing. And, you know, the woman is a massive... She is great at achieving more and more. And she just came out with her book. She has a baby. She also has a three-week online program. So I was so happy... You'll you'll find people in blissex of every type. You'll find the calm type. You'll find the hyper type. The key is when you're in that targeted situation, can you not be triggered? Can you take yourself from up and down emotions and being nailed to the floor to just this place of, ooh, I got this. And um, that's what I'm hoping everybody who who buys the blissex program can get. That's so awesome. And the audience will have all of that information in the show notes. Okay, cool. I, I highly encourage that everyone follow up with you on that because it makes a huge difference. Uh, it's such a difference in my life and, and the lives of people that I know that, that use meditation and mindfulness and just really connecting with their minds and their souls. And it makes such a big difference in, in their life and it makes their life more full and rich. So Melissa, thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate yeah. it. Great to connect with you again. Great and, to connect with you. And congrats again on, on Bliss X and everything that you're doing. Thank you. And enjoy the journey. Get your calm on so you can enjoy the journey. Get your calm on to get your real on. Absolutely. And until next time, everybody, be well. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst-case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.